Yo, what's up, guys? Before this episode starts, let me give a, a little disclaimer. After we finish this episode, April looks at me and Marty and says, you guys didn't ask me anything positive. All we talked about was the bad stuff. So to clarify, guys, April actually has a very successful realtor company. She sells houses on the ocean. She raises three kids and Marty. She's doing very well. So just to clarify, guys, she she's not just the person that she used to be. Take that away from this episode if you take anything. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dope As Usual podcast. My name is Thomas Dope Zola. This is Marty O'Neill. Don't say what's the F up? word. I'm yeah, you already on it. We're trying not to demonetize. Guys, we're here for a special episode. Today, we have the Ninja Turtle savior. We have the newscaster. This is April O'Neill. This is Marty's wife. Reporting live. Reporting live. Do you say that? All the time. Do you really? Yeah. Your kids, do your kids watch it? No. No. They don't well, really get. They the know. Whole they get it. They've already. Had, they've had phases. But they don't think it's like super duper cool. No. No. I'll be pissed. Yeah, they don't really get it. They don't have true appreciation for what we always say. We, that's how we spot the cool people by like when they they look at her ID at the airport and then they, they what the the literally See, like I, that's I, where I, I get stopped at is the airport. They'll look at my ID and they'll be like, "No way." You should just start saying you're a reporter. What do you do? I'm a reporter. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> That'd be tight as hell, actually. I actually, um, I worked at uh, this one place waitressing, and the dude was, like, so blown away. That was my name. And he's like, I swear to God, I used to, like, tape my two fingers down in the middle to pretend I was a turtle. Oh, that's, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's was some fucking weirdo? dedication. As no. a customer, was he a weirdo? No, he, I worked with him. Oh, he, yeah, he was just obsessed with the Ninja Turtles, and he thought that was real cool. Well, was it shit from Step Brothers? <laughs> and I used to pretend to be a T-Rex. My dad said, get a fucking job. <laughs> oh, sorry, you two. Damn. Fuck. Um, guys, what's up? What's up? How are we going to get into this? Remember, there's no cameras here. None at all. There's no cameras. Super there's no lights. Super comfortable. We're chilling. Really chilling. We're just water in these cups. Just Water. Refreshing. Mm, damn. A couple friends celebrating. <laughs> yeah. So you guys' house is officially done. It's not officially done. I mean, you can live there. Yeah, fully. we can definitely live there and live Now you have lives. a fridge. We do have a regular person sized fridge. It's not and the many. Biggest anymore. staircase of all time. <sighs> it is. You could drive a fucking truck up there. <laughs> we talked about this before. You yeah. could actually okay. fit yes, a truck up Yes, you could totally fit a truck up there. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that kind of fucked up to think that. about that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So, I'm going to get straight into this. Marty, keep your shit talking to a minimum. Oh, I'm here to observe and produce yeah, the show. Okay, okay, because yeah, Marty, uh, Marty goes hard. <laughs> I imagine that's how he used to play basketball, just relentless. He that's does. what he my opponents would say. He talks a lot of shit to Ava, but not in a mean way, not in a domestic violence way. No, it's like a loving. Yeah, that's I love fine. you, and I'm being a real dick right now. <laughs> Kind of way. What she means to say is I'm super fucking funny, and that's basically super right. dope. Yeah, and he and, yeah. and he dunks he dunks on me, all that shit. Right, he crossed me. Yep, she knows that all of those <laughs> words. Um, so let's get straight into this. It's kind of odd because this is more of a, you know what I'm saying? It's like the Rosie episode. It's more yeah. like 
And we're all just chilling right now. I feel like we probably should address off top the whole like Adam Twenty Two is going to be coming in next week. Oh yes, yes, reschedule. That'll be next that. week. So for everybody thinking that this is the episode, yeah, a lot of people. All right, let's just move on. It's yes. just me. It's just me. Way better. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you ready? Hold on, let me get my motherfucking dead time. Let's go. You got to label them. You have a label maker. I got too many. I got too many sound oh, okay. effects. I got banks of them. I got to scroll through. You ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? I think so. Where'd you grow up? <laughs> it's kind of complicated. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Here. Where'd you grow up? This one's uh, not gonna stop. <laughs> I grew up uh, in the suburbs of Buffalo. Your whole life? My whole life. For real? For real. So why did I think you were from New York? New like York City? city no. But closer there. Mm-mm. I'm fucking tripping. Okay, so you grew up in Buffalo with your I know because like we just asked your mom and her, her boyfriend or step your stepdad. My stepdad. So they're in town. How long has she been with him, or were you with, with your mom and dad together as a kid? Um, no. So uh, my my dad and my mom were never together, really. It was just, like, product of them hooking up. Um, and they split up. They saw each other on and off until I was, like, two. And then my mom and my stepdad have been together mad long, actually, probably, like, 30 years. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I... I've known him since I was like five. Um, but I grew up until I was about five. I lived with my grandma. My mom had me at 18 and she went off to college. So I basically. Whoa, like lived the shit with, in Lifetime movies? Yeah. Rosie, I've seen that movie with you. <laughs> That's crazy. So yeah. she said, fuck it. You guys got to take care of my daughter while I get an education. Mm-hmm. She did an okay thing. Like, it's right. not a terrible like, thing. So growing up, I didn't realize that was an okay thing. I was very resentful. Until five? For a long time. Until I mean, so basically I grew up, and I have an aunt who was only like two and a half years older than me. So I grew up with her mm-hmm. until I was about five with my grandma. And then my mom met my stepdad, and um, they had just bought a house. So she decided she was like ready for a kid oh. and basically took me back from grandma. How long? And what age? Five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't have like that. That initial, you know, like bonding with your mother and all that. I have like no memories of her until I was like maybe six. Um, but now looking back, like I realize that's what she had to do to better her life and all that. So. Is your mom cool? Growing up. Um. Like, what is this situation? So she, we have a great relationship now. Growing up, it was, wasn't good at all. I think there was like, even from a young age, there was that resentment of like, you're just taking me away from everything that I know. And now all of a sudden you got this new husband and, you know, just kind of going back and forth. Like, so my dad had visitation still. My dad would come get me every other weekend. It was tumultuous because her stepdad and her dad were at odds. Well, you said your dad didn't like each other? No. They hated each other. Whoa, hold on. Your sta- Is your dad awesome? Wait, your dad's cool, right? My dad's super cool. Yeah, your dad's cool. So you were on his side of this. A little too cool. I was a little too cool. So growing up, it was awesome because I had, like, no rules. 
could do whatever the fuck I wanted. Um, and he lived in the same town? No, he lived about an hour and a half away. Ugh. In 1955, he lived. Because you drive back into the future when yeah, you go. Yeah, so my, oh my dad God. lived in like... It was a lot different. Like, my dad lived in, like, this country-ass... He still lives there. This country-ass, super small town. Everybody knows each other. And it's, like, kind of, like, where you grew up. Like, everybody has nothing to do, so they're all fucking doing drugs and mm-hmm. meth and heroin and getting pregnant. Stuff to do. Nothing to, and nothing to do. Nothing to do. Exactly. So, um, you know, I, I had a lot of friends at my dad's that... They were pregnant at fourteen. They were oh, yeah. on. They were on their fourth kid by eighteen. Eighteen, yeah, and then had them all taken away. Because meth CPS. town is what I'm saying. Yeah. Trailer park town. Trailer park town. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you have, you have the white people version of Merced. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm imagining trailer park boys. So. What I love that show. <laughs> But it was a little surreal because like it that? felt like it was almost too much. We it was a little too much. Gave me anxiety <laughs> no. because it was so much like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you were that badass kid running around breaking bottle, bottle breaking kids, <laughs> it, basically. Oh my god! So from five to eighteen, you're allowed to go see your dad on the weekends, mm-hmm. or. Mm-hmm. So every weekend you have a free pass to go do crazy exactly. shit. So it was like I was like Whoa. living double lives because yeah. my mom was super strict. My oh. stepdad was super strict. He's a correction officer. So he was, was like. He the cool? Was he cool? He, okay, not growing up. No. Like we hated each other growing up. We were at odds all the time. It was it was just tough all around because, you know, like I said, I was taken from my, my grandma's house. Um, just expected to kind of adapt to this new life. So. They basically took me back and, um, you know, I had this new dad, basically, that I was supposed to just listen to and do all this shit with. And, and my dad hated him. Because he, he hated was with my your mom? dad. Because he was like, I, probably, I don't really know. They were like at odds on like how to raise oh, me. And he's a and correction like, officer. He's a I can officer. imagine he dealing was, with another dude with oh, your kids. Yeah, he was like, imagine. I think my dad was most like, there's another guy trying to step in, take mm-hmm. my place, and like tell my daughter what to do, and you know all that, which didn't sit well with my dad. Um, so they were constantly at odds, which um, growing, put you in the middle of that. But I was so in the middle of all. And that. then your stepdad kind of looks at you like, "Man, fuck your dad," and then gets mad at you about mm-hmm. it. Kind of exactly. that's how I would imagine because he couldn't understand. Like, and, and let me start by saying, like, I don't fault him my stepdad for, for any of that now, like we've had many of conversations now as, as an adult where he's like apologized and we're really cool now. And honestly, he's like, he's a great grandparent to my kids. We get along very well. Um, but growing up, it, it wasn't like that at all. I think he couldn't understand why I loved my dad so much. Uh, got you. Because like this he's hearing from my mom, like what a piece of shit my dad is. And, you know. Also, your mom and your dad are not on good terms whatsoever. No, not uh, at all. And never have been. They grew to not like each other in two years? Yeah. <laughs> They're well, like complete well, that's, opposite that's people. That's the product of just like going out and hooking up and red, then getting pregnant when you're 17 years old. You know, you're, you're, you're stuck dealing with somebody that you necessarily never even liked in the first place. Ugh. Now you got a kid. 
Okay, so they don't like each other. Your stepdad's this correctional officer going, hey, I don't like that guy because she tells me he's a piece of shit. Right. How about now? Um, They, for my sake and for my kid's sake, they'll, they'll get along. Like, they were both at our wedding. Yeah. And really? It was a big deal for it was, dad to come up to our wedding. Yeah, it was a big deal. But it was, like, kind of, it was a lot of drama beforehand. I had to, like, talk to both of them. It's Is like it going to be okay? You know, can so we get along? So it never got along? better? No, it never got better. Oh, wow. Okay, so growing up, super strict. You're definitely going to start rebelling against, yo, do shit. Stay home. Be home at this time versus what's your dad? You guys let me do whatever the fuck you want. Whatever I wanted. So what's your childhood like living with your dad, doing whatever you want? What are you doing at 12, 13? Because before that, you're just bottle-breaking kids, eating candy and doing stupid shit. So my dad would come get me every other weekend, religiously. And start like from tw- I was like 12 years old, maybe even 11, my dad was letting me smoke cigarettes. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so he'd come get me as soon as I hopped in the car. He'd have a pack of cigarettes, and I'd just light one and Are you the only child? The way. I'm... His only child, um, but he does have two other children. So I have two half-brothers, but I don't really know them too much. Are you the oldest? I'm the oldest. Oh, so growing up, it was just you, and he's letting you hey, smoke a cigarette. Yeah, basically. Oh, he's, she's yeah. the only one that he was there for, basically, as like a, as a dad. Gotcha. No shit. So you're sitting there smoking cigs, loving that shit, mm-hmm. chilling, feeling like the cool. And then, so what are you doing? Are you, um, I'm assuming you started drinking and chilling early. Super early. Yeah. So I was 11 and 12, basically going down there, like, this is my my free time. This is my escape because I had, you know, just two different lifestyles, essentially. Mm. So I got a taste of that. And I think the only reason, like, my dad would come get me, and he'd still go out and chill with his friends and take me to parties and all that. Oh, so, that's like my dad. Okay, yeah. so I, I, I get you. Yeah, so he would, you know, just to give you kind of like a backup, he he would go, and mind you, I do, I, I say this, I I love my dad, of course. Like, now looking back on things, he, of course, doesn't think any of it was right, but he didn't know any better either. He was young as fuck, and that's the lifestyle that he grew up with. Oh, he was 17. He was a little bit older than He was oh, like 20, okay. I think. Still a kid having kids. Exactly. Um, And that's where he grew up. Like, that's what everybody else is doing. Their kids around. Um, So my dad would, like, still go to parties. And, you know, he'd he'd drink a lot. And there's been a couple times where he let me drive home on his lap. When he's, like. Just to make sure he's he's seeing what you're seeing. Yeah. (laughs) Are we in the lines? He'd be like, how fucking cool is this? Like. Trying to make you think it's a game. um, So I'm like nine, ten years old, already like driving home, you know, and I think I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Oh, you might as well have a leather jacket on, right? Strutting right now. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember like there was um, one of his really good friends. They were we were coming back from party, and he's like, "Yo, watch this," and he like let me drive home, and his friend is like. What the fuck? The fuck? <laughs> He's like, this is not cool. He's like, no, it's fine. She'll get us home safe. Like that kind of shit. Yeah. You yeah. guys, Frank Gallagher from Shane. Yeah, yeah. So that's another show yeah. that gives me anxiety Whoa, because no. <laughs> I'm like, this is so similar to my fucking life. <laughs> um, but 
yeah. So growing up, I would go there on the weekends. Already got a taste of like freedom at a really early college, age. College life. College experience. life. So I was like 12 years old hanging out with like 19, 20 year olds. Oh. 12 and 13. Like that was because I had an older cousin too. Um, and I would hang out with him and all his friends and, you know, just experience some shit I probably shouldn't have at 12 and 13. Um, but what are you going to do? So you're running Can't around really... with all these older kids. Mm-hmm. And then she's so then coming I back felt... to the ultra strict. Yeah. So then I'd spend the weekend life. doing literally I'm um, mm-hmm. living a double life. Do um, mom and stepdad know what you're doing? No, because I couldn't, I could never, cause they already don't like each other. They're at odds. My mom is already trying to keep me away from my dad. But she was always in trouble though. Why? Oh, because you're being a jerk to your yeah, mom. Said, I get, was, yeah, you, exactly. You. I'd come home like not, not giving a fuck, not listening. Spark a cig. Um, yeah, <laughs> I would literally like before I, I was waiting for the bus and I'd be like in the garage like smoking on cigarettes oh, like shit. at 12. Yeah, it's just, it wasn't a good situation, but. That's how I grew up too, so I understand. Yeah. So I'm assuming if your dad's a couple years older than you. You know what I mean? He's like, what, 34 and you're a teenager almost? Well, you are a teenager, 14, right? If you had mm-hmm. you at 20. Mm-hmm. When does he start letting you drink? Oh, I mean, I don't know that he necessarily was like, here well, he you just go. Didn't go this stop! Is, exactly. He just yeah. didn't like turn a blind eye. I mean, there's so in, um, in eighth grade, I actually got kicked out of my mom's house. Um, I stole the family van. Eighth grade? Took, yeah. Well, it was actually seventh grade, the end of seventh grade. Going into eighth. Going into eighth. I, I took her van for a little joy ride. I was like going and picking up my friends and everything. And then I like hit into a tree. <gasps> <laughs> no lead up. You know, we're just hanging out eating ice cream. And then I hit a tree. <laughs> I did not expect that. You wrecked the van? I didn't wreck it. I like pulled out and I hit a tree and it like busted. <laughs> Wait, what? I just like clipped the side and but it was busted the, the headlight out in somebody's driveway. I was pulling out of somebody's oh, driveway. That, I thought, okay. Like reversing Reasonable. and I turned it too hard. She does this shit all the time. So did <laughs> I still current day, like I like to say I'm a good driver, but he'll disagree. So okay, hold on. Back to what we were talking about. <laughs> you get kicked out. Because you took the van, mm-hmm. you messed up the car. Did you go home before they were back? And then you had to explain that you had taken it. Um, so I didn't explain anything. I was just hoping that they wouldn't notice. It was on the driver's side. I, I just like pulled the van back in the um, back in the garage. And then I think it was like, actually, it was like the summer. And it was a couple of days before the start of eighth grade, maybe. Or no, 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 it was, it was the end of seventh grade. It was still, school was still going on. And then she came, I was at soccer or something and she came to soccer to pick me up and I knew. About the van? Yeah. I knew, you know, oh shit, she, she knows. And she just, she picked me up. She's like, you gotta go live with your dad. That's it? Pretty much. I mean, I had already been kind of, I mean, she should have, honestly. Like, I was Was your mom had to be the shit if you were in trouble? I was really reckless. Um... No. That's probably why. Maybe she beat the shit out of you. It's well, a controversial thing. I'm sorry. I feel like you should get, like, this, I don't really mean this, but it's just a thought. Like, if you were to get one good smack a kid per year, they knew you had it and you could use it. 
Okay, but in my mind. Could mom's- you use <laughs> Seriously, because I feel like it would go so fucking far. It's like a special meter building. Oh, yeah. he's out. He's out. It's Fuck like the freebie. You. Yeah. If I don't use it for the year, you know, I got I, six. It doesn't carry I've got over. six built up. That's you know. But I can kill there. you. I can beat you to death legally. <laughs> Yo, so it's listen home. back in the your day. mom never beat your ass. She she smacked me one time. When you called her a bitch or something, right across the face. Did I don't you, remember what it was about, that's but like I literally ultimate. smacked her right back. Oh shit! Like that's the kind of like I was already at the point where like I just didn't give oh. a shit about anything, and like you know, me and my mom, we had our issues and everything. But now that I'm an adult, I'm like, jeez, oh, you had to fucking put up with. Oh, now you're like all oh, that shit. Exactly. Exactly. Now I have. Listen up to that's the advice. Would you give that to all people or all teenager teenage girls? Be nice to your mom because you're gonna have a daughter that's gonna be just like you. Exactly. You don't realize until you have kids, you're like, oh fuck. Shit, I remember I, I did, really, that. Yeah, <laughs> did that. I fuck said that, that before. Yeah. But now it's like, oh my kid hits me, oh we're fighting. <laughs> but back then you're like, oh shit. So, real quick, once you hit her, did you run? Oh, damn, you were brave. <laughs> oh, my God, I would have ran immediately. Had you already drawn a dude at this point? No, not yet. I didn't get into that. And Yo. The first time I ever punched somebody in their face, a dude, was I was 14. But it was at my aunt's graduation party. So she was, oh, well, I was 14. Yeah, and she was like, just turned 17 or something. She had just graduated. And this kid, we were all drinking at her graduation party. And this kid showed up. And he did, he did something. He, like, kicked... He was just coming to be an asshole. And he kicked one of my sister's soccer balls, like, out of the yard. Just something stupid. And um, my aunt told him to leave. He wouldn't leave. And I just, I just punched him in his face. And his lips started bleeding. And it... Did he, punch you? did he punch you back? No, he didn't. Good. Not this... This time, the guy didn't punch me back. But this, it has this, this time... <laughs> Okay, so not to get too crazy, somebody else punched you back. Can you tell I me the did. situation? I did. Happen. What happened? Okay, let me start by saying, like, it's not okay. No, it's not it's at all. It's not at all okay. Like, I, I just didn't give a shit about anything. I'm like, whatever. Like, don't talk shit to me. I'm just going to punch you in your face. And that's how I grew up, like, watching, like, my dad, how they all handled situations on that. There were no words. They were like, I'm going to oh, fucking really? choke you out. I'm going to fight you, whatever. Oh, so your dad grew up fighting in, in dirt circles. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Like, like my cousin and my dad literally fist fought each other and like choked each other out to the point where it was like somebody was about to die. <laughs> kind of it's situation, a, a constant thing. Yeah, it was. Um, so this just conflict resolution wasn't really um, my thing. Yeah. Um, so that's just what I would do. But um, there was this one time I was downtown, and this guy started talking shit. I don't remember about what, but I just went out and I punched him in the face and he punched me back. Oh. Yeah, it was it was quite bad. My, it was hurt more. Me, for okay. sure. Right. I, was just, I, was, I have no idea. Yeah. I Yeah, it was bad. My Ugh. jaw, like I thought my jaw was broken. Oh, he, yeah. he punched you? Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah, you can't. You can't, can't, no, you can't you hit grown-ups. Literally, yeah. don't you hit cannot run. I used to think it was like, you know, I had no care in the world. I felt invincible. I could do what I want, say what I wanted. But you really can't do that without there's there's consequences to actions. And you can't expect as a female to just walk up and blast dudes in their face with no 
reaction. Thank you so defense. much for saying that. I see so many girls punch dudes in the face, and when they get hit, they go, oh, but I'm a girl. I'm like, yeah, but you're also an adult, and you have the thought process not punching me in mm-hmm. the fucking face. You shouldn't hit girls. Right. You, you shouldn't, shouldn't hit, hit dudes girls. either. And, of course, like, some dudes, there's a way, like, you don't have to full-on blast them in their a face. Smush. But, yeah, like a smush or, like, me. yeah, there's a lot of different things you should transition into arm wrestling motherfuckers there I after did. I did. What? I did. So that was, like, my thing. You used to arm wrestle people? Mm-hmm. So you used to get, you're the super shit-faced girl. She was smoking sick. I got smoking you. Smoking Newports. Ooh. Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Arm wrestling motherfuckers to death. Oh my god, where's your sailor tattoos at? <laughs> what the fuck? I never heard this. Oh my god. Okay, Marty, help me out here. You know way more than I do. Uh, man, shit, I'm the tripping it. Yeah, it's fucking oh funny. Oh my god. Uh, she would just recreationally beat dudes in fucking recreationally as a hobby. Punch she people beat in the dudes mouth. in front of their boys at arm wrestling. Yeah, literally, I'd be out at the bar and it was Are like, that I think my friends, I am pretty strong. Like, <laughs> a lot of people wouldn't think. So they're like, yo, I'm fucking arm wrestle you. And then, you know, they'll do the, like, you like they're trying. That'd really be insane. Not. Like, what the Some fuck girl happened? just beats you in front of all So I have beat dudes before, arm wrestling. And this one guy I beat at the bar, my friends would be like, start bets. They'll be like, hey, do you think my friend can can beat your friend? And they, they we'd, like, bet on money. And uh, there was this one time that I actually I did beat the dude, and his friend got so mad at him. He's like, you fucking pussy. <laughs> you he's talking so much shit. Yeah. So, so I'm that assuming happened. he lost his money. He did. Yeah. What's going on? What town are you in? You just a you know, ringer. What the fuck? You chilling in bars, arm wrestling? I don't know. It's just like. It's Punching people in the face? <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. Boy. You scared the shit out of me. Oh, my God. I just. Ah. Oh. I, you guys don't know on the camera. That shit's deep in your brain. <laughs> These headphones, headphones are fucking loud. It's, yeah. It goes into here. So it scares the shit out of me when I don't know mind. what's coming on. Okay. Sorry, we're we're way off track. She had a girl retaliate one good time also. You had a what? Yeah. She had a girl retaliate. Retaliate what? Oh, wait. Because so. I beat her in arm wrestling, and she was so pissed off that I beat her. She t- like took my head to go slam it on the table. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh. I was like, so if you're beating dudes' ass, you're definitely beating three to four times the amount of girls' asses, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably lifetime, I've probably been in, like, 25 fights Ugh. with girls. I've only lost maybe, like, one. That's when you should play that. Boom, 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 boom. Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've lost one. Oh, my God. For everyone in a car not watching, come watch this. And I need them to put the face to what's happening right now. Yeah, I know. So if you're at so did you go to school? Like, were you in high school and stuff? I was in high school. Got, did you get kicked off of beating people's asses? Um, so it wasn't. I didn't fight a lot of people in high school. I think I got one fight in high school, Wait, one in middle after? school. This is all after. You're this is downtown rough. I was, yeah, downtown Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to lead you into the time the girl stabbed you. Okay. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Is there an arm wrestling situation? No, it I'm wasn't. I'm just kidding. See, that's why I, I didn't know what you were talking about. Through the fucking hand. arm wrestling. <laughs> yeah. She couldn't take it. She was too fucking embarrassed. So um, please give me the background. What's okay, happening? so this is, <laughs> mind you, this is a long time ago. I was a different person. Yeah, now you're a different person. Yeah. Um, so me and my friends, we would just, that was like our thing. We would go downtown Buffalo, Chippewa. 
The bars are open until four o'clock in the morning. Jesus. Yeah. Not, I mean, nothing not good greatest. happens yeah, at four o'clock in the morning. It's a fucking shit show. So yeah. it's always a shit show. Um, so we'd go downtown and like, I don't know, like it just always, anytime anybody would run their mouth or even sometimes they'd run their mouth to my friends, my friends would come get me. Oh, I was like the fucking bouncer for everybody. And this was, this was that situation. Like, I wasn't even fighting for myself. It was over something my friend did. And we're fighting. We both get kicked out. And then we, I, I run to the back to approach her again, which I shouldn't have done. Hindsight 2020. Um, and she, we're, like, fighting again. Oh, and she just, she, so stabbed. When I say stab, I did get stabbed. But it was with a na- nail filer. Ow, so she stabbed worse. me. <laughs> she stabbed me in my arm with a nail filer. Oh, it had to go through your, all your meat on your arm. Yeah, it did. My arm started bleeding. Like, yeah. you know. Wait, I so was, she stabbed you, and then you went. All right, I'm done fighting. Or did you keep? No, fighting it was her? like the the adrenaline. I kept oh, fighting you didn't her. Realize. I didn't even realize. Oh. So um, after that, I. I had to get stitches. I had to go to the hospital and get stitches. And I think after that, it put it in perspective to me. Like, I'm... You might die out here. Yeah, like, somebody... that That's what I'm saying. Like, you never know, especially today, you never know what somebody has with them, what they're willing to do. It, it, it's, it's not worth it. Fighting people, not worth it. Trying to be tough and just... Confrontational Kathy over here. Confrontational so Kathy. Why are you beating everyone's ass? Were you were you a tomboy growing up, or was your dad raising you rough as shit? I wasn't. I think I just um, not that you have to be a tomboy I, to beat people's asses, but what what led it? Just one day you what went, you it know was, what? I'm like I just couldn't. I just couldn't tolerate people talking shit to me. Yeah. So I feel like if you're going to talk shit to me, I'm just going to beat you up. It's <laughs> kind of how I. Played it. But I did make, actually, there's a couple times I I beat someone up and the girl became my best friend. Like, she was, like, super apologetic. She got like, hit tough, so like, hard, the tough she is a tough teamed girl. up with you. Yeah, it's like she got beat up and then she's like, respect, you know? Oh, and like, shit. <laughs> she dapped you up and you walked yeah. away. Yeah, I've, to I've mu- actually music. had some really good friends that way. But What? I'm oh, sorry, I can't be friends with somebody that beat me up. I looked at so. Jerry like, shut the fuck up. Don't don't hit me. We, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, open the door. Hey, you owe me that money. Oh, I ain't giving you shit. How could you be friends with somebody that can beat the shit or that? Sorry, I just I probably know. put that into perspective. That's insane. If you were in jail, you have like a, a ring of people following you that you beat up. <laughs> could you imagine this? Yeah, yeah, it's fucking funny to imagine. Oh, God. Okay. Sorry, we went way I think, off topic. I think I'd do good in jail. That's I think you'd why. Be fine. Like, I'm this is where Cam gets it. Uh, yeah. That's why All Cam's right, I'm a oh, Okay, don't. You want to bring about the blanket. time I went yeah. to jail a couple times. Oh, like, shit. <laughs> I said Cam. And you're talking about yeah. bring up the jail. Uh, go right into it. So why are you in jail? Um, oh, my God. Let's see. I think we already what talked time? about this actually, but it was like, well, oh wait for the for the for the credit card thing and pizza. Yeah. So okay. So this is what happens when you just like live your life recklessly. You don't. You know, I I didn't have the best childhood or the best examples growing up childhood. So I just kind of took that as like, 
got in with the wrong crowd and I had my own place. We were like living the life. And, um, one of my roommates was using like stolen credit cards and getting stuff sent to the house and everything. And, um, they ended up because I was the one on the lease, basically. Well, this is a hotel. It was the lease. Yeah, that's why you got in trouble. Yeah, that's why I got in trouble, and I didn't, you know. So they so they came to you and goes, "Well, you're getting charged for fraud." Right, exactly. You know. So you went to jail. How'd you get out of that? Uh, a lawyer. Oh, nice. Um, it was horrible. Yeah, it was. It it's was right when you guys terrible. met. Terrible. Yeah. It was yeah. right when we met, and it was like two years, almost three years removed from me hanging out with those people. Like at some point in my life, I was like, I don't want this for myself anymore. You know, I had to make it, that, that decision. Took out it did. Yeah. It was like a whole investigation because the guy who was doing it, he was already being investigated for like um, drugs, like shipping drugs to Detroit and stuff. Oh. So it was like a whole, I had the FBI show up to my house because of this guy. Did your roommate? So they, yeah, he was my roommate. How'd you meet him? I don't even know, like, just through friends of friends. His girlfriend, actually, was my roommate. And then he was, you know, the boyfriend. But I knew him before. Oh, whack. He just used that spot up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like. The FBI came. So he is not shipping good shit. He's not shipping right. If they already know and come to the house, he's going to prison. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think they were, like, more focused on that case. And they weren't giving a shit about like credit card theft or anything like that they were just willing to stick that to anybody who they could prove yeah you know and i was the one living at the house and i did stay at one of the hotels that he had booked oh so it looked like you were in with all yeah of yeah exactly so it came at a point in my life it was really tough because i had already decided that's you know i didn't want to be involved with people like that anymore and i had met marty and then I was, was I pregnant? No, it was too early on for the, the night you did in jail. But then there was a whole stretch of going back and forth, uh, like court appointments and all that shit, at which point you were probably knocked up, seeing as though you got knocked up immediately. I did. Marty went. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. You had that ready. Oh. You motherfucker. You, Rose, you can't hear it. Sorry, that was a dropping really... Bombs dropping bombs. That was amazing. Dropping bombs. So, that's not the only time you went to jail? Um, No. So, that time, we had... Was that the first time? Gosh, I can't... That's so the this only is, time This I is what happens before. when you do yeah. too much bullshit in your life. It starts, like, you don't... Your brain only has so much space to, like, hold memories. So, um... That I think it was the first time. So then we got Marty. I just met Marty. You were driving your dad's like shitty green Give station up. wagon. Give it up. Yeah. Give it up. Give it up. <laughs> and he was taking me back and forth to the court dates. And I had gotten a lawyer. The lawyer, I had a warrant out for my arrest. The reason I found out I had a warrant out for my arrest is because my friend, Mary, she was dating a cop at the time. And she called me. I was like, yo, I just had him run your name just... Like run both our names and you're you popped up, you have a warrant. She like screenshot it and everything. Actually, so I had already went to jail before because there was a screenshot of my last mugshot. Damn. For what? Traffic tickets. You just didn't pay him? Went to jail I just for didn't it? Pay him, yeah. So Buffalo don't play. 
Like, if you don't pay your parking tickets, they'll put a bench warrant. Yeah, they put a bench warrant out on you. Uh, I don't know if I pay my last parking ticket. <laughs> we did? You did? Okay. Oh, <laughs> we did. Fuck. Would, that would be such a bummer. Yeah, so, and that's a thing. Like, you go to jail in Buffalo, they're not, there isn't, like, you know, separate spot for, like, traffic ticket offenders Herbs. and whatever. They put, it is such a shitty situation there. They put you in a room like a tiny ass room with probably there was like probably six or seven women with me and there's a toilet literally right in the middle of the room with like a small little pony wall and I'm in there and this girl was like oh what are you in for and I'm like uh traffic tickets trafficking <laughs> trafficking traffic traffic <laughs> tickets traffic tickets and then I heard her tell she's like I stabbed my fucking boyfriend or whatever so I'm in there with like all these people that <laughs> are Deserve doing some real heinous shit. And then what really sucked also is I'm in there with this lady who has like clear stomach issues. She's like, I had half my intestine removed. They're supposed to give me my medication. They aren't giving me my medication. So she's literally shitting the whole time in oh. this tiny cell with all of us together. And the toilet is right fucking there. How long were you in jail for the, for the traffic? Just tickets? overnight. Oh, okay. Just over. It wasn't bad. I wasn't like you know, going to Fed prison or anything. <laughs> but um, I just remember it being such a terrible experience, and then thinking I'm never not going to pay my tickets again. You know, you learn your lesson. And it was like they take you in this room to sleep, and they all they give you is this like blue mat, and it smelled like piss. It was like disgusting. No blankets, no nothing, and it was freezing, and it was like the worst night of my life. Um, so I said I'd never go back, but then two years later, like uh, the thing from two years had caught up with me Mm -hmm. and then I went back again. It was just, was it a night or two nights? It was just, it was a night, I think. I don't know. That shit was sad. It was really sad. (laughs) Cause I was already like a different person at that time. You already changed. I was a changed girl. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I was working my magic. We were getting there. Yeah. Yeah, he's my he's my savior, honestly. Well, knight in shining armor, Marty over there. Well, knight in forty two <laughs> pants, <laughs> in size forty two. Well, knight in jorts and a fucking Mazda <laughs> protege and shit. Oh, I thought you were lighting a joint. What? <laughs> no way. You smoke? The ambulance will be here real quick. Oh, hell now no. she used to smoke weed, mm-hmm. but then she got put on pins, which is like What's kid probation. Oh. And when she came probation, back, but for when you're underage. She started getting fucking freaking out whenever she would smoke weed. Oh, mm-hmm. it caught you bad. I've had some yeah, friends don't that know, happened too. I don't know why that I've happened. I've had some friends that's happened too. Yeah, I used to be fine. And then I stopped. I had to stop smoking for like a year and a half. And then I tried again and I just couldn't handle it. That sucks. I know. He still tries to get yeah. me to do it all the time. I'll, st- I'll walk up to her. She's just talking my regular adult shit. And I just he blow just a giant blows it right in my face, face while I'm like <laughs> no, talking heard. on the phone and I've shit. I've seen you do it one time. <laughs> Marty, he's just walking up. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the fuck's yeah. wrong with you? He's trying to be a positive influence and shit. Yeah, I know you don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. You know, just seeing if it works yet. At some point, she might be like, one day she's like, "Oh my god, thank you for that." Yeah. You know what? Yeah, Can I smoke exactly. with you now? Exactly. That's every what day he's waiting for. Every night. That's why he's doing it. Also, I'm gonna yeah. clean the whole fucking house right now. <laughs> you want me to edit? 
That's what he thinks <laughs> is going to happen. She starts, yeah. You, you want to talk about uh, picture profiles and cinematography? Fuck out of here. I was wondering what the... Yeah, that, yeah I don't know. Marty knows... I'm, I'm dumb. Um, I have some notes here, and I didn't write them. So I'm just actually asking him, like, uh-huh. this is questions. Okay. It's right? the first time I wrote the notes. You did, huh? Yeah. This is the first time. It's in all caps. That's how I know it's you. But the title is in super small. Fuck. It's super <laughs> small, but everything else is okay. 24 size font. <laughs> All right, here we go. Are you ready? Marty wrote these, so uh, get mad at him. Are you ready? I see the next thing says psychotic X. I'm assuming it's not Marty. No. It's the fine gentleman right before me. Uh, yes, yeah, so I was right before him, I was in like a three and a half year relationship. It was actually my first relationship. Really? Yeah, I didn't date in high school. I didn't, like, I just didn't want none of that. I saw all my friends going through bullshit. I just wanted to be, like, free person. So I didn't, I wasn't, didn't have no boyfriends, nothing. And as soon as, when I was 17, I met this guy. And, um, yeah, he was just a fucking psycho. From the start? From, no, I mean, after the first couple months. He, I mean, because you liked him. Right, yeah, I liked him a lot. And then we got together. After the first couple of months, I realized what a fucking psycho he was, but I felt like I was already in, like, too deep. He's, like, one of those um, situations where, you know, like, you threaten to break up with him. He's, like, crying and doing all that. I have no idea. You're, like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, so he would... So this dude was crazy to the point where I would try to break up with him. And let's say, for example, the one time I was working at a hotel and he came to the hotel, I was working there at night and I have like this big basket of laundry that you're supposed to fold. He comes in and he's like, oh, word, word, you're going to break up with me? And like came in there and tried to start my laundry on fire, like all the shit on fire. You just trying to light it? Like you just came yeah. in doing this? Yeah. He's trying to light the sheets and stuff on That's going to take a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, as he's screaming out, how threatening is that? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, not cool. to mention that he rode a bike. He rode a bike with a lighter? He stole someone's bike. So I had, like, broke up with him. He caused a scene at a party we were at, whatever. So I just, like, ended up leaving him there. I'm like, I, I can't even deal with you. I don't want to be with you. Than you? He was like a year older than me. Oh, so you guys are both just kids, though. Yeah, we were. And um, he ended up stealing a bike and riding it. And it was like probably like 15 miles. <gasps> <Do> your <laughs> fucking work? So, yeah. Should have heard him out. <laughs> 15 miles on a stolen bike. I know. Looking over your shoulder yeah. every two seconds. Uh-huh. So somebody, one of, the, one of the people sitting there ended up calling the cops. Um, but it was like so many instances of this, uh, you know, I tried to break up with him one time, another time he jumped on the back of my car. So I was like driving with him on my trunk through town. Shit. Um, when did he get off? I had to pull over and actually the police came again. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You're getting good. You're getting good with that. (laughs) Soundboard's going hard. (laughs) So. When did he finally leave you alone? Um, so, oh, there's a story to that. Um, tell me. <laughs> we tell we tell stories here. We tell stories here sometimes. So I actually, 
Against my okay, so there was one time against I, again, my uh, okay. Uh, okay, let me let me back up. <laughs> so there was a, I was my senior year. I had moved back in with my mom. So you know we're kind of jumping around, but I'll come I, back to okay. it, yeah. So I had moved back in with my mom, and but then I went and go live with my grandma because I just you know, my can't mom do it. Didn't get along. So I'm living with my grandma my senior year. Me and my friend, I tried breaking up with him again. Meanwhile, he lives like an hour and a half away near my dad in like the next city. Over. How'd you meet? Um, at a like a nightclub. At 17? How'd you get yeah, in? Yeah, I was getting into clubs when I was like 15. What? I had a fake ID. I knew all the bouncers. Everybody just let me in. Her club run was done by the time I met her. And yeah, she was by the time yeah, I you, was you, 21, you were I was too done. adult as a kid. Mm-hmm. That happened to me too. Yes. Did too much adult shit at 15. Exactly. Got burned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. You, he lives an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. And what is the story? You said when you finally so, broke up. So, um, he ends up like staying in town. I go out with my friends. I come home and he's literally, it's like four o'clock in the morning. He jumps out from behind the bushes. Of your house? Of my grandma's house. He'd been there for a minute. He'd been there for a long minute. So it turned like, and then there's also this one time. What happened? <laughs> don't, don't. He jumped out from behind the bushes. Yeah. And That's, he was like, what the fuck? Where were you? Like, it was like an abusive So thing. he would just ask you where you are aggressive and leave? I don't remember what happened, but I think my, actually, I think my grandma overheard the thing and she's like, if you don't fucking leave, I'm calling the cops. Kind of, well, she didn't say that for it. My grandma doesn't swear. But if oh, you shit. don't leave, the, if you don't leave, you know, I'm, I'm calling the cops type of thing. So, because before that, I forgot, I came home again one time, and this is like months of me like trying to get rid of him, this and then sucks. me being stupid, and like talking to him again a little bit, talking to him, oh, and yeah, so it's no. like, you know, it's kind of me also, but I came home another time, and I go to, <laughs> I go to go to sleep, and I hear snoring under the bed. <laughs> he was in my grandma's house underneath my fucking bed. He fell asleep waiting he for you. He fell asleep waiting for me. Yeah. Yo, what <laughs> the fuck? Mm-hmm. Was there any <laughs> anybody there to beat the fuck out of this man? No, my poor grandma. Like she was I, like I'm not going to be like grandma. He's in my bed, <laughs> you know, like So what happened when you woke him up? I told him get the like he had to get out or I was going to call the cops. <sighs> Yeah, he did end up getting arrested eventually. Um, That's some really creepy shit to be under the bed. I know, I know. That, uh, Marizzi knows, I check every room, every closet, everything, every every time I go to the house. I do that. Because of that? Mm -hmm. And the sixth sense, I don't want anybody to shoot me. But that's the scariest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> yep. The fact that you heard snoring would have fuck. I would have lost my mind. Not oh, terrifying. Oh, I would have lost my shit. I probably would have just died right there. <laughs> I probably would have died from fright right then and there, like oh, and just coughing. Oh, no. oh god. <laughs> so what happened? When did you leave you alone? Um, just eventually, I just kept having to call the cops, call the cops, and eventually one day he just said, "You know what? He just I'm left done. me alone." Yeah. And. Um, but it was it was dragged out for like months. And before this, so we had even um, in the beginning of the relationship, we had I'd moved out of my mom's house as soon as I graduated. Well, out of my grandma's house, uh, and we got an apartment together. So my first apartment, first time I ever lived on my own, was with him. 
Oh, you guys were attached. Yeah. So it was like a a a serious relationship pretty early on. And then I realized how fucking crazy he was when we when we start living together. So, I would wh- wh- say. Why why is he crazy? Because he, you try to break he up was, with him? Um but no, you had because we like drink together and he just go crazy thinking I'm cheating on him and like that kind of oh, shit. Oh, he's a secure guy. Yeah, yeah. And he was probably cheating on me, basically. For sure. Mm-hmm. If he's asking then Right. Scared about that, he's mm-hmm. probably doing that. Yeah, I get it. So our very first apartment together. Uh, we had lived there only maybe about a month. And then um, it was Halloween night. So I'm I'm 18 at this point. Oh, you set I'm, this I'm up so, so awesome. awesome. Let's go. Good storyteller. Oh, I can yeah. see everything. All right, keep going. So it's Halloween. It's Halloween night. Hallow's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we all go out, to, go out to the bar. And we come back, and mind you, I had I had convinced my friend from my hometown, like an hour and a half away, to come with me. So she comes with me. Did you go out with your boyfriend to the bars? Or mm-hmm. just, okay. Yes, so we always went out together, but it always ended up in like a fight. Ugh. And she comes out with me. She drives out there with me, and I warn her because we had smelled this weird smell. Every time we go up in that, like we lived our apartment, we lived... Above, like, a corner store. This is the Buffalo? This is an Olean. This is the hour and a half Which is, like, away. yeah, hour and a half south of Buffalo. And every time we come up into the apartment, there was, like, this nasty smell. A smell I never smelled before, but it was nasty, like, rancid. And I thought maybe my neighbor, like, went on vacation, left his dog in the apartment or something, to the point where I even went and knocked on the door to to see what was yeah. going on. And it was literally the right across the hall neighbor from me. But it would only come during certain times because it was cold. So it would anytime it warm up a little bit, you smell it. I'd smell it. And then it'd be cold and go away. I even reached out to my landlord. So we go out that night and we come back. And as we were le- as we come back, there's like a back entrance to the apartment. And a front. So the back entrance, somebody has to let you in on the inside. So we had come up through the front. We start cooking something. And somebody's like, I came up the back way. And your neighbor, he's like, just fucking standing there. It's real weird. So me and my friend, we're like, what? They're like, go check it out. Go check it out. Like, nobody wants to go look. And so me and her go out and look. And we went out through the back door, and the back door, when you close it, it locks behind you. Somebody has to let you back in. And we looked through his window. So, like, my window's here, the neighbor's window's here, and then the door's in the middle. So we look, and there's, like, this faint light, like a like a nightlight. And you look, and you can see that the neighbor is just standing there in the living room when you just first glance. And then we look a little bit, you know, we look closer, and realized he hung himself. <gasps> oh. Yeah. So he hung himself from his living room ceiling, and that's what we were seeing. Like, it looked like he was just standing there. And that's what we had been smelling for, like, almost going on two weeks. Oh, that's sad. Super sad. Did and you I, know the person? I didn't know him. I didn't, because we had just moved in. So I never, I think I saw him maybe, like, one time. And it, it's really sad because for him to be missed, I mean, nobody heard from him for two like two weeks. weeks. 
um, until we found him. That's really sad. <sighs> so, so you guys came home shit faced and saw shit-faced, that shit faced. Yeah. This is not the story I thought that we were about to get right now. She Sorry. went through a string of fucking unfortunate A string of events. real fucking weird things. Yeah. That is fucked up. Mm-hmm. So we called the police. They had to come and break the window open because <sighs> the, the door locked and everything. And the smell just like rushed out. Like I'll never forget that smell. Oh. So fast forward a little bit. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll we started this. We started this off on a different <laughs> note. Continue. Uh, so after that, we immediately moved out of the apartment. Like we just couldn't stay there. It was really weird, you know, yeah. just creeped me out. So we decided to move to Arizona. So I moved to Arizona with this guy. So How Phoenix, old were you? I was not 19 yet. Maybe I just turned 19. Moved to Arizona. Why'd you guys pick Arizona? His cousins lived there. Was this guy Mexican, white, black? Black. In Arizona? Yeah. Okay. They lived in Phoenix. Um, Wild. I was thinking Mexican dudes and like racist white men in trucks. <laughs> really? That's how I think of Arizona. Uh, I've never really been there. I Sorry, Arizona. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think it was like that. Okay, so you moved there. And how was it? Um, It was cool for like a minute. I was literally like, we moved there about a month after all that happened. I was not, I kid you not, was there for only a couple days. And... We're just walking downtown Phoenix. We're just checking out everything. And this guy just jumped off a building right in front of us. Just you guys are just getting the worst. <laughs> the worst. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I am not supposed to be with this dude. Like, the universe. Like, people don't they go their whole lives without seeing shit like that. twice or in a month? Twice in a month. In two different states? Two different. Mm-hmm. So after that, I was just like... I. Going home. Going home. Only lasted like another two weeks there. But it, it was just super traumatic. Um, so then I went home. And I just tried to break. So then he followed me. He was there for like a couple more weeks. I'm like, I can't do this. I tried to break up with him. He followed me. He's like, I want to make it work. And um, it took me like two months to really try to break it off with him. He would just come to where I'm from even though he's an hour and a half away and just like, like fall asleep under my bed, hide in the bush. Fall asleep like, under my bed. bed. You sound like you're introducing some <laughs> two payments of nine ninety nine. <laughs> fall asleep under my bed. Fight my grandma. I Jesus guess. Christ. Mm-hmm. So he fell asleep on your bed. Creepy as shit. He jumped out. Ah, try to scare you in the bush. Didn't like, do anything. And like left. Harry Mandel. No, he didn't try to scare me. You just came out. No, I'm, that's what I'm imagining. <laughs> oh. He just jumps out. Ah, <laughs> no, <laughs> So what, what finally made him leave? You said just, just enough calling, cop calls. Yeah, enough calling the cops. And he just, just left you alone. Yeah, and then he started leaving me alone. I mean, does he even still, he'll still randomly send me messages. Stop it. Just You're as fucking recent married. as five months ago. What? Does he yeah, know that you have, have a Yeah, we had to block him family? and everything. Yeah, he was like, oh, no, you're married and um, no disrespect. But let me just but, disrespect but, your entire family. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't mean <laughs> Okay, so he didn't find anybody else, I'm assuming? No, he it's did. Been, oh, he has fuck. like three more kids. Four four oh kids my now. God. With two different girls. So. Ugh. Yeah. All right, well. Anyway. It made life so much easier for me coming into the equation. 
I was like thinking her family, her ma's side is all cookie cutter and shit. I'm coming through with the fucking five X white tees and all my homeboys and shit. And they actually fucking were like, "Thank God, someone that's not a psychopath." <laughs> He's not a psycho. I didn't Why does he have a screw in his hand? <laughs> <laughs> they were cool. I, I was like self conscious for the first couple months. I remember. Really? Yeah, for sure. They loved Marty. You put loved. on the front. No. no. Oh, okay. No. They were just so happy that I was out of that other relationship. Because no it was like after after I broke up with him, then it, that's when like all the fighting started. Like I'm fighting everybody, and oh, yeah. so you had a two year span before you met Marty from mm-hmm. him. That's when you start beating everybody's ass. Mm-hmm. And then you guys. I mean, there's a couple. Down. There's there's like a couple instances before that, but she no, was downtown. Was like, every I was night downtown every single night. I was just being real reckless, hanging out with people that were reckless. Because, I don't know, I just, like, when you go through shit and you're not really, you're not thinking about yourself. You're not thinking about consequences. You're just, I don't know how to explain it. Hey, what's up, guys? We're just taking a break from the episode to tell you about one of our sponsors. This is Manscaped. And if you're an active listener here on Dope as Usual, you already know what Manscaped is about. It's for your dick and balls. So guys, with Christmas right around the corner, take advantage of this code. Take advantage of our link. Right now, go to www.manscaped.com forward slash YOLA, and that's 20% off plus free shipping on anything on the site. Manscaped has a section called Lifestyle Products, and it's perfect for stocking stuffers. And all of these things aren't for your dick and balls. They got lip balm, which is definitely not for your balls. They got underwear, the shirts. They have the shed, which is actually the back. You've seen it on our channel before. The carrying case, that's the shed. As I said before, Christmas is right around the corner, so don't be like me too days before christmas and i'm over there taking every single gift certificate i can buy at the store be smart be cool and get a discount all right get a discount and use our code manscape also offers something called the peak hygiene plan so basically every three months they will send you it's like a subscription-based thing they send you the re-up new blades refill on gels and powders and shaving cream but it's also a really good way of trying out the new products we don't know only you know maybe you need a shitload of ball wipes so get the hygiene plan you can get it every three months shipped to your door if any of this interests you guys go to www.manscape.com forward slash yola and that's going to get you 20 percent off plus free shipping on anything on the site guys thank you so much for listening to me talk about dick and balls for all of 2021 this year's almost over so thank you so much for being here thank you for supporting and thank you for supporting the brands that support us What's up, guys? Just want to say a special shout out to one of our sponsors. This is On It. All right, guys, it's Christmas time, and On It is doing something super special. This is called 12 Days of Fitness. Right now, if you go to their Instagram, check out the giveaway flyers that they've been posting. Read the directions on the post, but like, comment, and follow on Instagram. And you can be entered in the giveaway, and one of the prizes is super, super dope. Marty has one of the coolest On It dumbbells I've ever seen, the Iron Man one. But they're giving away right now super, super cool spray-painted dumbbells. They're all Christmas-themed, so right now, maybe you can win a giveaway and get the coolest Christmas present for somebody. So if any of this interests you at all, go to www.onit.com. That's O-N-N-I-T.com forward slash YOLA. That link will get you 10% off of anything on the site. That's the supplements, the nutrients, packs, the clothing, everything but the weight sets. And right now they have the daily immune formula. That's the Virotech. This is basically a shot of immunity boosting vitamins. And for everyone out there, remember, they do have the subscription-based packs. So once again, guys, that's www.onit.com. That's O-N-N-I-T.com forward slash YOLA. And like I said, that's 10% off of every single thing on the site but the weights. Sorry, I see a, a note in here too. Marty, you're so vague. <laughs> it's like the chapter of a book. Psychotic X, getting stabbed, seeing horrible things. Yeah. It was yeah. the dead people. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, multiple suicides inside a month. Inside of one month. Mm-hmm.
It's a sign. But she didn't really that describe that second one, I feel like, and it's the homeboy like landed right on the next ground to her. He almost yeah, landed on top like of a, you? It was like a 20-story building. He almost landed he on up. you. He would have killed you. Um, yeah, for sure. More so close to another woman that was holding her baby. Like, if he would have landed on them, definitely. It would have Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Heavy-duty shot. His, yeah, it wasn't a pretty sight. I mean, he, like, there Exploded. were things all over the road. Yeah, yeah. Expl- yeah. once it's that high, you pop, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sad, bro. Yeah. So I think it was like a combination of like just just growing up and like those things. I'm just like, fuck it. Who gives a fuck anymore? You know, and just like led me down to like just go out every night. And we were both desperate for a change when we met each other. Like we were both so ready for it. So ready because I like I always knew what I wanted for myself. I just I was just surrounding myself around the wrong people yeah of course you know and i didn't know how to get out of it but i think once i set that intention that's when he came into my life and i just i i knew you know and i think that's super important is no matter what you go through in life no matter what happens no matter what you do you know there's always if you want different for yourself you can have different for yourself you're not defined by Everything you've seen, experienced, or everything that you did. Let's go. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. It's completely true. And I think a lot of people don't think that way, and that's why they just dwell on everything. For sure. It's it's really easy to, I feel like, beat yourself up and, like, you know, constantly think about all the things you did that that screwed up and and all that. But, you know, on, on the flip side, like, if you're ready to change that you can change it i think we both i remember like right before i was really like asking i like i really wanted it i wanted a solid girl i was in my mind like picturing like manifesting visualizing without knowing that's what i was doing it's speaking it out loud even to my boys and shit and then when it happened it was like i respected it so much like, even as a 19, 20-year-old dude, like, I respected my relationship with her so much because I asked for it. It's like, and then once we had Ariana, immediately, it was just like, you got to, it's like a smack in the face to God, like I said, like, to disrespect <laughs> this shit. Question. <laughs> How did you tell Marty that you were about to have a baby so close, so early? How, How long were you guys dating before you? Four months. Whoa. Where were you at? What'd you do? How'd you tell him? I, get, I guarantee it wasn't a fucking TikTok gender reveal surprise. <laughs> wasn't anything cool no. as shit. I don't know. You guys don't remember? It must have been devastating slash, oh, okay, okay, let's do this. It, was, it wasn't devastating. Oh, fuck. I think it was probably a fucking, I don't want to say dollar store pregnancy test, and we were just like. It was a dollar store pregnancy test. It was probably something like that. Test. Yeah. Actually, did you buy two to make sure since it was a dollar store? Yeah, I think so. Okay, actually, no, I probably stole the dollar. (laughs) Cuffed us a little six pack of them things. (laughs) (laughs) You both are ghetto as fuck. I love it so so much. I love it so much, dude. It's hilarious. I probably stole my pregnancy test. Oh, Maybe you, a sign you're not ready for a kid. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I don't want to spend a dollar. <laughs> yeah. 
fuck. I know. That's a good early warning sign. <laughs> so, so how'd you tell Marty? Okay. Do you remember? I don't really remember. I, I really don't. Remember don't. Either. It wasn't I think that it big was of a just, deal. It wasn't. I was just like, yeah, I, I just, I think I'm pregnant. And then we went and checked and we're like, all right, we're going to. We both like, for some reason, just knew it was okay. We were like, it's okay. Because by that point, like uh, four months seems like very short. But when we were together for like, this dude came, stayed the night at my house and didn't it. leave. That's what he said. But I went over house one time and never left. He said that <laughs> and exact it just, thing. It felt so yeah. natural. She was never my girlfriend. She morphed right into my fiance. And then that was it. Even before I proposed to her. Yeah, that's because you didn't put a ring on it. And I felt better saying fiance. Listen, we made, my, we had, we made our peace with the ring fuck. situation here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring it up. We already talked about it. You fucked up. You should have been here. <laughs> Yeah, it was a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, Marty. It took a couple of years to get that fucking ring going, but yeah. Yeah, it's all it. good. I love you. <laughs> so, how'd you meet Marty? On MySpace. On MySpace? Mm-hmm. Oh, you saw a straight-built hat and a 5X white team. Went, okay. What's ironic is she saw that fucking G-Unit pic. I saw the I just G-Unit pic. On Instagram. Want the shirt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the shirt, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. I was like, "Dang, he's from Buffalo. He's like a rapper. Uh-huh. He, yeah, he was at the G Unit Studios." And then, right. but the only Damn reason right. that's not why I reached out, I saw that he had a mutual yeah. friend that I also knew, and we started talking yeah. like that. It was fucking goofy. Yeah, the one yeah. So about. goofy okay. introed us via MySpace friendship. Goofy <laughs> makes an appearance. I never would have thought he'd make an appearance in your whole episode. life. <laughs> <laughs> he steered your whole literally life, brought you crazy. out here literally <laughs> crazy pops in and makes a big fucking turns out he's life. working with our ad agency and he's yeah. like he's running some shit and he's, oh shit so you met him through him you saw him on myspace and mm-hmm. you guys met up sent him a message started exchanging messages we met for the first time and mind you i went to college for a little bit I did try. She, she I attempted. ECC. Oh, okay. It, it's a community college. That's She's a trying to talk college? To it's a fucking college. It's okay. People college. do the bills tailgating in the ECC parking lot. All right. What's wrong with that? <laughs> shit is. I'm on April side with this. I went, Merced, I went to Merced okay, Community yeah, College. Always talking I'm shit. Sorry. Always talking What's shit. It's the high school of college. Oh, you thought you played soccer. Yeah, let's not oh, go yeah. there. <laughs> oh, what here your, we go. your dad send you a newspaper clipping? All I'm saying is, listen. All right. Hold on, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the FaceTime conversation. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Marty doesn't believe that he used to play soccer, and Marty was a star and only scored one point. Uh-huh. So they call they talk yeah. shit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But we had him shooting a thousand. Uh-huh. It was three points, by the way. Yeah, I mean three, one three basket, points. three worth three points. Actually, that's how he got me too. And then he's like, "Oh, it's uh-huh. a big." Basketball player. Sure, I didn't. She already like knew. I didn't have to tell her. Yeah, sure. and, and I didn't have to tell her. find out <laughs> that that shit was true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so still, so I on. actually was like a soccer. Uh, actually, tell like him. let's let's talk tell about what like a star you were. I'm Do just it. like an athletic, natural talent. Is that where Cam Soccer, gets it from? Exactly. Yeah. That's where the sun gets That's it what she'd have you think. I played soccer. I played basketball. I was just always good at it. And I, I got moved on to varsity in eighth grade. Oh, for shit. Soccer. 
And he always wants to talk so much <laughs> shit. Like I did not, I was never good at soccer. So he's always having me like, oh, well, so my stepdad, he was big on taking video, like on his cam, cam corner. corner, like back in the day. Constantly. And he's like, it's not fucking true. Cause oh, fuck. cut that out. You just bleep it. <laughs> he doesn't have it on video. Yeah. Right? So basically he's like, yeah, if it, if it were true, it'd be on video. No, because we weren't cool. That's- Ah. He has every every other thing of his other daughters. He won't let it. (laughs) So then I had to call my dad up, and I was like, "Hey, yes, he did. He sent me a picture of when I was in the newspaper, and still, what did it say though?" it was like April Barber, top goal scorer, scores the winning goal, like something legit, and he's like, "Nope." (laughs) <laughs> she went to a school there listen there was 50 kids in her oh, graduating okay. class <laughs> marty won't let her have no this. there wasn't he's like i went to that school for one year i always fuck with her i'm like babe your your school had dirt floors i'm sorry <laughs> yeah, oh shit you really did you actually don't even you never even played fucking soccer yeah so where's your where's your uh, tapes marty uh-huh, she's uh-huh. an athlete listen where's your basketball tapes I didn't have a goddamn camcorder, okay? You asked right. the streets about me, they know. You asked the streets about me, man. You know, like, all him? Yeah, he scored that one point. That's that, the high, he's got the highest shooting record in school history at Damon, right? Him? Yeah. That's oh, yeah, batting a thousand. All right. <laughs> I will give you that. But this is the part I was going to ask. Uh-huh. You ne- why don't you, you know what you should do? Before this video airs, get that newspaper clipping and make him edit it in there. I would, I would love to see that. Marty, you guys have known each other for how long? You've never shown him? No, I did show him. Got it. There's an alleged he's clipping still, out there. He an still alleged? talks shit. No. You he, read it? No. He read it. I don't remember. Oh, Marty, no. I can see it on your face. You're like, yeah, I did. I no, he literally just like talks shit to talk yeah. shit. She's an elite athlete. But this, this is this is what you gotta you gotta yeah, yeah. give your partner shit. You gotta be yeah, yeah, able yeah. to be sarcastic. Like, but he's like, sometimes I do kind of. I gotta make shit up because she's so goddamn perfect. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what do you want me to do out here? As he's fucking editing over your face in the <laughs> edit, wrong as fuck. <laughs> Yo, you could do that. Everything she says, not true, not true, not true. A little bleep, not true. Bing bing, bing. yeah, fact check, yeah. It just freeze frames. Not true. Just cuts to me in my garage. Just like. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> As you're fucking smoking in the garage. Yo, okay. Let's get, let's get back on this. I have. Oh, you met Marty. He has moved in. Had, had a baby. Mm-hmm. Fast. Super fast. Super fast. And now we're caught up. Because we've heard almost everything after that. From you. Not everything, but. A lot. We've heard a lot. So this is what we're going to circle back to because we just we didn't even smoke any weed yet, and I just ranted. You get kicked out of your house at eight in eighth grade. Oh my god, we did rant. Holy yep. shit! Story. Yep. I brought it back. Let's go. Okay. All right. Wow. What happened? Eighth grade, you got kicked so, out and said you have to move with your dad. Yeah. So you got to go li- live with your dad. Wait, but shoot. I was like excited. Oh yeah. You know, I was like, you almost did it on purpose. Now exactly. So that's what kind of where I was going with it. But my poor mom, you know, she she tried, but you didn't think to was, try to hide the the car mess up. I would have like no, because I slammed I, the trash can into him. Like I was taking the trash I out. Was, I'm like fuck the whole. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I don't know. 
Oh, I would have. I would have ran away. I literally like didn't give a fuck. There was like some other issues, other than it just being split home. They hated each other. There was there was some undiagnosed mental health issues on that side, and um, on your mom's side. Some uh, yeah, on my mom's side. There was just a lot of fucked up shit that happened that really pushed me toward my dad. And then I went to go live with my dad, and then you know that. There was just a lot of shit that I shouldn't have seen. And my dad realizes that now. He's always been, he's like my number one biggest fan. He says, I'm so proud of you. I'm, but, you know, he realizes a lot of shit that. He texts I love you. He texts, like, I every love day. you like every fucking day. Cool. And if I don't, if I don't respond back, he'll like just call me off the hook. But he's, I mean, he's good now. So, but growing up, I'm assuming he was just drunk. Like, yeah, he, he just was, like, involved in the same lifestyle that he grew up with. You know, he he didn't, I, I don't want to say knew any better, but he just wasn't, he was more my friend. I think, yeah, so your dad wasn't as From crazy. 10 to what is you lived with your dad? I didn't live with him until I was almost 12. Oh, so 12, you get, I thought you got kicked out in eighth grade and you left to move with your dad. Yeah, I was almost 12. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're I'm 12. saying after 10, I really didn't oh, care from about when my you started. Gotcha. I was like, honestly, it was like making their life hell, I feel like. And my mom and my got stepdad. You. So they're all, yeah, like, hey, you, you gotta, get the like, fuck you out gotta of go. Here. Yeah. We have two other kids. We gotta just sacrifice this mean one right now. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. So you went with your dad. Mm hmm. How was that at 12? And that's when you started chilling with everybody. But mm-hmm. before it was just on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, yo, what's up, fools? I live here. Yeah, I'm oh, here. No. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was like as soon the night I got there. Oh, I was I, I got there imagine. at like 9, 9.30 at night on a weekday. And I was like instantly. I'm like, all right, dad, see ya. And I went up and told all my friends that was there. And all my friends, they're like two, three, two, three years older than me at that point. Um and it just it just turned into a situation where I was just I was literally out. I was in eighth grade. I would not even come home at night. My dad would try to check up on me, wonder where the fuck I am. And he and I would just a drink or I wouldn't come home and he'd, you know, act upset the next day. But there was never really any like repercussions for that. I just, I literally did what the fuck I wanted. Did you stay in school? I, I did stay in school. Damn. I know. And I, I actually got kind of decent grades. Maybe that's why you wasn't too pissed. So from 12 to what age are you living with your dad? Only for that year. Because I got oh. so much trouble. With your dad? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's shit. the year I was put on pins. Would you get caught at school? I got, um, me and my friend couple of friends went and did like some spray paint graffiti at the dugout. We're like drawing like dicks. <laughs> we draw like dicks on the baseball player. And uh, <laughs> just dumb shit. Yeah, stupid shit. Just dumb shit. And um, the police got involved and yeah. So PINS is the drug program. We have to sit there and piss in a cup every month. Yeah, I did have to do that. Oh. Yeah. So at that, at that, I feel like even at that age, I was like, fuck, I don't want to, like, I could have stayed with my dad. I could have. But even then, I'm like, fuck, I just really don't want this anymore. Because I was, like, literally out every single day, every single night. 
just wasn't about that life anymore. And then um, at twelve, at fucking, at I was like twelve 14, years old, like four, 14, almost fifteen by this point, because I had lived with him for a year. Um, and then I wanted to go back and live with my mom. So like fourteen, you go back with your mom. Almost fifteen. Almost fifteen. Uh huh. And then um, I was on pins because of that situation. And then me and my mom just could never get along. She was like always calling the officer to drug test me and everything, even though I wasn't like smoking weed or anything at that at that point. So was your stepdad any cooler after you came no. back? Oh Mm-mm. fuck. Yeah. So it just it just wasn't a good situation. I was always I I feel like I was always constantly trying to like get out of my mom's house, even though I knew like looking back that was probably the best structure for me. But it just, she was too young. I was, you know, it, it's, I assume it's very difficult to deal with, like, two totally different parents and trying to get along. They really um, didn't work it out until deep in our relationship, I feel like. Oh, you and your mom? Mm-hmm. Really? So you're two younger siblings that they had. Did you get along with them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, they're. I mean, they're not even, I don't consider them my half-siblings. Well, you're, you're little... They're my sisters, my little sisters, you know, um... And, like, I never considered them any different, but I, I get along with them really yeah, good. They're amazing. It's like a crazy case study because she has her two sisters that live with her stepdad and her mom, and then she has two brothers from her dad that her dad had nothing to do with that it did not. I mean, one of them, it's, he's fine, but the other one, it did not turn out well for it fucking all. No, he's he him and so my two brothers... I've met a couple times. One is doing very well with his life. He's in the Army or Marines. He's or the, yeah, he's done very good. And then my other brother, he's in jail right now for attempted murder. Ugh. With his mom. They What? Yeah, they went and tried to rob somebody for drugs, both of them together. His, she was always a drug addict. Always. Like, my dad got with her. This is the thing about my dad also. He always dated younger women. So I was... 12, 13, and I would be friends with his girlfriends who were like 18, 19 years old. And your dad's like, what, 30? He's like 30-something at this point. Um, 20, maybe. Yeah, something, early 30s. And uh, so then she got pregnant at 18 oh, and had shit. this brother. Because oh, you're hanging out with all the older kids. Mm-hmm. Who's your boy? My dad. I know. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it was real fucking weird. <laughs> Odd, yeah. sitcommy. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. kind of Jerry Springerish. Yeah, kind of yeah. wild. A little weird. So I'll just drink in forties. Like, oh, that's my dad. That's my boyfriend. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, so she he had two kids of the same lady. No, two different. Oh, so and then she was, was the a drug. She ended up being like a drug addict. Um, and and I did, to give my dad credit for he did attempt to like have visitation with both of them, and the moms made it very difficult. Uh, so he just didn't try anymore, and he he should have like how he did with me. But um, that that brother got mixed up with the mom. He was raised by the grandparents on the mom's side, and then the mom took him back, and she was a drug addict. And then they went and robbed somebody, and he had a gun with him. And during the robbery, the guy got shot. So he oh, he and his mom. What a wild. Court case. Yeah. That sucks. Mm-hmm. So your two little sisters 
from your mom and stepdad, both cool. Angels. Awesome. Yes. Turned out really great. So they're like 21, 24. 25 and 28. Oh, they're not that much younger than you at all. 10 and 8 years. That's not a long time. I thought they were like 20 years old. Mm Mm-mm. I thought they were way, way, if, way I mean, I mean, if you think I'm like 29. No, I was going to say, because we're all like basically the same age. Yeah. I thought they were like yeah, the way Rocco's to me. Yeah, no, they're all That's why I thought you, when you said, oh, her little sisters are coming to town. When people say that, oh, right, I assume right. like, oh, is she like in like graduating uh-huh. high school or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you had siblings. See, this whole, why did I think? Well, I mean, not really. Like, so I was already like, you're already I got done. kicked out and at 14. Yeah. Lived with it for a year, came back, lived with it, and then I was out of the house by 17. So I didn't really grow Grow up up with with them, them, right? But they turned out really well. My one sister moved out here to California. She goes to Santa Barbara University. Nice. My other sister, she was in school pre-med. Now she's traveling. They travel, like, all over the world. They did did really well. Nice. Mm -hmm. Sixty. that's what I was, this whole time I was assuming, math. I didn't do good math today, okay? (laughs) You said they had them at eight, and then when I was 10... So they're obviously eight and ten years older than you. I am fucking burnt. You're tracking a lot of different people right now. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it all together. And I took a shitload of dads before we started. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Okay. So you have siblings. Do you talk to your brothers at all? No. My my older brother, he's not older than me, but the oldest one, I I talk to him here and there. Um, But not like, I don't know. It just really makes me sad. I'm really close with my sisters. So I could have had the same relationship with them, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. And it's not our fault. It's not the kid's fault. No. All right. All right. So to get on to one more thing real quick. I mean, I'm not, I'm not done to my next topic. I see a topic says edibles gone wrong story. I have a lot of those. So what is yours? (laughs) Um, it's your only edible story, actually. It is, actually. <laughs> no, I've done I've done it a couple times, but that was, like, my worst experience ever. So I just can't, like, like we talked about, I can't handle it. He had edibles. My friend was visiting from New York. And when was this? And we all did it. It's probably 2015. Like, oh, um, a long time ago. Yeah, like six years ago. Five years ago. Camden was, like, one or two. Um, so... We all did it. Everybody's having a great time. No, you're not setting the scene properly at all. Go ahead. Uh, Something happened. We were fucking watching UFC or something. Everybody's basically ready for bed. I had some Chibachus. I'm eating the fucking Chibachus. I'm not even thinking twice about it. I offered them a piece of the Chibachu. You shouldn't do. Keep going. Okay. (laughs) So now I sliced this fucking thing so thin. Chibachu. I sliced the end off it like if it was a loaf of bread. It was the the last piece of bread. Like it was a loaf of bread. I'm talking about the piece was so fucking small, it would almost dissolve in your fingers like that. He's exaggerating. It was a fucking tenth of a Chiba, okay? Okay. That's what she's talking about. She's sitting here. We were were all sitting around doing the edibles (laughs) and shit. All right. She had a fucking little slice of this thing and so did her friend. Go ahead. I like, I like that setup. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay. You're going to tell the whole fucking story. No, no, you go. Uh, no, okay, so I think I had more than that. Strawberry size. Like, you. literally, I feel like it was a lot bigger than that. Anyway, um, everybody's fine. Everybody's chilling. I was fine until we went to go to bed. And then I start freaking out. In bed? Yeah, in bed. I start, like, panicking. 
I start thinking um, that him and my friend had like a plot to come here and poison me and kill me. Get it right out of here. <laughs> That's where it took me. I was so fucked up. Well, I did had you to tell this up. to Marty as you no, fucked up? No, not yet. Because it was so fucked up. Like, obviously, I know so that I'm bad. fucked up. And thinking, these, like, I know that. So I, I go in the bathroom and I'm like looking in the mirror like, you're so fucked up. Like trying to talk myself <laughs> out of it. <laughs> so then I like, I, and then I hop in the shower because I'm just trying to like compose myself. And I had just gotten a spray tan too. So when you get a spray tan, you're not supposed to shower for a couple, like next day. Okay. And then I hop in and all the fucking spray tan <laughs> is just going down the drain. And I'm like, fuck, what's wrong with me? Fuck. And I'm like hopping out of the water. And like, it was just so fucked up. You're half orange yeah, dripping. Yeah. It's melting off in the shower. Yeah, it was so so what is that like, it? And then I got out of the shower and then I had to come tell him I thought I was dying. She woke me up and what I do? You laughed at me. <laughs> I tried to wake him up. I'm at the edge of the bed like, oh my God. I'd never I seen think, somebody actually freak I think out. you need to call the ambulance. I think <laughs> oh, I'm literally no. dying. So he laughs at me and I'm like, that's not helping. And it just... I had to explain to her, this is a thing that happens to some people. Yeah, and then that's what I think that... I'm like, they're plotting on me. They're trying to fucking kill me. Because I think I'm dying, and he's trying to convince me that I'm not dying. Oh, so you think you poisoned me? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you my friend? Oh, you want to hang out with my friend more? Is he's trying to so kill me? <laughs> we got kids? We have two children at this no. point? Yeah, so that's why... I, sorry. Not a, no edible. No edibles. <laughs> That's a disclaimer. Chiba Chiba's making you think your yeah. fucking husband's plotting to poison you. Chiba went out of business not that long after that, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Chiba Chiba's, I th- correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were selling black market trap. They got caught They got caught selling trap packs and edibles, but I could be completely wrong. I can't remember. It was an article I saw a couple years ago. Sorry, Chiba Chiba's, if it's not you. Anyway, um, awesome. Yeah. I've had some experiences like that. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking done. <laughs> RSO experiences I've had like that. Uh, really? I oh like yeah. Oh yeah. no, I've I've th- I've thrown up a lot. Got the spins. Got pale. I'll freak out off edible. I feel like everybody can hear my fucking. I have to address my heart beating out of my chest right now because everybody knows. <laughs> well, you've heard my edible stories. I've had some fucked up times, <laughs> but that's thousands of milligrams, and that's just insane. But our tolerances are different. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Apparently. <laughs> I see. Since it was such a small little You guys are the, uh, like complete opposites. Marty, at this next next time Marty tells this story, he's like, I gave her no chiba chews. Yeah. For years I've been telling her that I gave her it. I it was a starburst. I kissed her and she was fucked. <laughs> <Placebo>. <laughs> she smelled it and just got all scared. Blew my breath at her and it was over. So I see another note that's a little more intense. What's up with this mushroom strips? It finally worked. Did. She had tripped before me, you know, before we met. Actually, no, just one time when I wasn't there. She and before Twice we met. Before you, yeah, yeah. And both times, really fun time. Had a had a good time. It was like, it was in a in an environment where there were my first time was multiple people, which thank God it went okay. Everybody was enjoying themselves. Everybody was just laughing, having a good time. And then I did it again at it's this thing called the regatta. 
And so you float down the river. Oh, yeah, like the in, like, shit in Italy, right? Uh, yeah, like a... Con- I mean, I don't know. No, it's in like a is. tube in your shit like, face. Yeah, like you fucking roll drunk. down the river in a floaty... The buffalo or, version yes. of Italy. And there's like three <laughs> keg stops along the way. So people are doing like keg stands and... Oh, buffalo gets drunk. wild, huh? Yes. Alcoholic culture, and alcoholic, this is deep in the country yeah. she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. So you just have a canal where people get shit. That's mm-hmm. it's boring out there. <laughs> hey, you want to drink? Yeah, but what if we just got in the fucking river and got drunk? <laughs> yes, and it's yeah. a whole thing. There's thousands of people there. So we did it while we were there. Me and me and my friend. Sounds Actually, fun. the friend that found the body with me. Oh, so we're still friends, luckily. And but then this recent one, mushroom trip. Okay, so this recent one, I saw all sorts of... She ate that shit, and then she's like, she ate it, she looked around, and she's like, I can see another dimension. It was like almost oh, immediate, what it, it felt Describe like. what you saw. Within like 25 minutes, I was seeing... And I had never... Like, I've been like the body high, and I see colors more vividly and stuff. This one and got you. Time. This one really got me. And by the way, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. I gave you an edible. I mean, I gave you the mushroom bar. And it's the other mushroom bars that have two grams. The ones I gave you guys have four grams. That was good. And I didn't realize until after we you guys told me know. how hard you tripped. I gave you double the doses. by And see how things happen? <laughs> it wasn't even intentional. And I accidentally double dosed it. It, My was, bad. it was the perfect but it round. Was, it, was, it was really That's what you guys need. good experience. But yeah. I'm, if it went bad, I, I could be the asshole. Like, right now, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> I could sure. be the piece of shit. Because I definitely went into it not expecting that at all. I was just like, okay, she's going to be mild. What'd you do, like, what'd you body say? high. Within 20 minutes, I was sitting out on the porch and it started like, I saw inside, um, inside the dining room and I was looking at the table and all the lights were like flashing so much brighter and it looked like, I don't know, it just looked like a three-day, three-dimensional thing. And I was like, oh, fuck, like this actually is doing something. And then I started seeing like geometrical shapes. Never saw that before. It was Fun. crazy. She was just it's staring cool though, right? the sky just, and shit. Yeah, it was really cool. Did the stars move? Mm-hmm. Stars yeah, were moving. They looked it. like they were connected. Like, Did you touch them? Pattern. Did you move them? Oh, no. shit. That's my I favorite thing is to do this. Oh, I, that never It's like wiping a me. table with salt all over it. Oh, just, fuck. Choo, choo. I was completely fucking sober. She's in another dimension. The shit did not hit me. Yeah. Yeah. Yours hit later. I was getting frustrated. She's, sitting, she's <laughs> all fucking. I'm in another dimension. Yeah, Mario's yeah, pissed. Like, I was like, oh my God. And then I'm like, come in the bathroom with me. You can see, like, you can see, like, like, wash your hands. Just wash your hands. It's weird, huh? Feeling is weird. Touching your clothes. Feeling it, and then, like, seeing my hands, it looked like I was, like, little person hands on a different body. Like, I felt far away. Body far away. Yeah. That's why I say, remember, I always feel like my arms touch the ground. (laughs) Or I always tug the bottom bottom of my shirts because I feel like it's, like, a long cape. Mm. It feels like it's going to keep stretching, like the Pee Wee Herman chain. When he's locking his bike up and just keeps going. That's how I felt about my clothes on mushrooms. So what else did you see? You saw geometrical shapes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that was just like, I don't know, just like the shapes and the bright colors and just trying to process everything. Like def- definitely looking at the sky was crazy. Actually, the palm trees turned into like fucking everything. Like you're in a Roblox. Do you know the Roblox game? I 
heard of it. All fucking boxy shapes, and that's oh, what really? that's what the the palm trees start looking like. I like looking too. at street lights because you know when you look at a street light and you look away and it kind of gets mm. it kind of stays in your eye for a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. That shit's crazy once you start tripping. I was getting frustrated because it wasn't hitting me, and then I right, more. so it hit us at different times. I by the time it started hitting him, I feel like I was starting to like not. That's so the it was, worst. Yeah. So then I, he's just ran, I'm like done, and he's randomly like. <laughs> and when you're done, you're done. at videos by himself. Oh, please. I was going fucking ham. Oh, please. <laughs> I had the Pink Floyd going. I was bursting out in fucking laughter. At the Pink Floyd videos? Oh, my yes. God. The There's P- nothing funny no, about him. he tried to show it to me. Like, look How at it. How fucking funny like, is this? this is geological. fucking weird. This mountain. It was funny to me because I could picture the dude putting it together. And what? How random. Like, if you watch... Money, shine on you crazy Oh, all the crazy shit, shit just coming in? Just, just stuff. Cutting in just it's just stuff. Shit. And I was just like bursting out and laugh. like, I laughing. He's laughing at the bad editing. It was amazing. Just get cynical. Nah. <laughs> you fucking bitch. In 1974. <laughs> Doesn't even know how to amazing. use Final Cut, huh, you bitch? <laughs> <laughs> on mushrooms, Marty's just a jerk. And then he shows me what he's laughing at. I'm like, this is fucking creeping me out. I can't even watch uh, it. It's good shit, though. It is good shit. Like, But then I was already like... Yeah, you're already yeah. done. Yeah, and once yeah, you're yeah. done off mushrooms and you mm-hmm. decide that you're done, the night is done, I have a hard time going back to regular life after mm-hmm. mushrooms. It's weird. You gotta now, go to sleep and I shake never it off. can. I do mushrooms all night. And I wake up and just the whole next day is like... I'm fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much you went to sleep. And when you went to sleep... That's when Marty's night started. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I did. I, <laughs> I was really like, did. I'm done. I just like passed out on the floor. And then. Oh, yeah. So you guys are swimming on different parts of your of yeah. your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touching textures. It was mm-hmm. cool. It was cool with her awake because we could talk and the music was going. The music was really hitting and shit. Random music I wouldn't normally listen to. But it was perfect. And then I just started camping out in different spots of the house. I'm up against the fucking mini fridge. It's got the out. blue light going. I'm fucking. I got the fucking. I had a video going of the. Uh, you know, like an astronaut soaring over Earth. <laughs> and then I went outside. It was fucking freezing cold outside. I'm sitting on the porch. Meanwhile, my police neighbor's probably staring outside. Fucking, I'm staring up in the sky, just <laughs> dumbfounded. For, I don't know how long. I was just staring up in the fucking sky. Laser light show going down. Love it. Full-blown oh, so star. I'm seeing constellations connected. And there's like a web that's kind of breathing, like elastic amongst the stars. So the stars it are is, flickering. It's so fun. It's, it's so, so fun. fun, but like literally, you can only do it once in a while. I feel oh, like you have too me, much. If you have like, too much responsibility, it's it's yeah, it's almost it's impossible intense. to do mushrooms. Yeah, it's very. If you have intense. too much shit to worry about or too many people to take care of. I would never do can't. it again. Where it's not like a completely chill thing. Where it's just where us. We like well, you guys didn't weekend. expect it to hit you because no. the last times it didn't work. Mm-hmm. I had been waiting for this for a fucking a long time, you know. It was just, yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want to go too overboard with the shit off the bat. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, that sounds bomb. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm glad you guys. I'm glad to hit you guys. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> of yeah. course, fuck yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. So, what else do you want? You have Marty? Do you have anything you want to say, or any stories, or anything you want? Because obviously, you know a lot more than I do, sir. <sighs> We could, I, I, I listen, think we have uh, touch base on pretty yeah. much listen, everything. Marty's a great job. A I think you did a phenomenal <laughs> job. She was nervous about this. You <laughs> really did a great job. Great. It wasn't that bad. We're it just wasn't. talking. It really, After a while, it we just wasn't that talking. Bad. Yeah. 
Yeah, it yeah. feels great to like put your fucking truth out there. After last week's episode, like that was just such a relief, and so many people wrote the comments and messages I got from last week's episode dealing with death too. It was mm-hmm. fucking. Yeah, you probably get people the exact same thing to the T. Yeah. yeah, and this I know with this episode, it's going to have the same effect on people going through all the shit that she's been talking yeah. about. I just think it's really funny that you two look so fucking innocent. <laughs> I just this for me no, like if I was at a flag football game saw Cam like oh it's Cam's parents <laughs> we do look pretty it's, fucking wholesome yeah. you guys yeah. truly look like a Hallmark family mm-hmm. we are I mean we are. Are. no hold no, on <laughs> I'm talking about from your from the start because <laughs> yeah. over here you're over here yeah no I punched dudes in the fucking mouth and over here no I'll stop fucking I, I carry a screw and like then you guys just happened to meet because of a G unit shirt and yeah. a big <laughs> both of you guys get ready what'd you say I bumped DMX when I'm on my way to a sale yeah I do <laughs> that's oh, why yeah. I'm ready to go door knocking yeah. and uh, get in the zone I'll bump DMX or sometimes I'd even do corn nice yeah that's a that's total a, opposite yeah. genres but I, I, I I don't. I love them both, so that's yeah. fine. You guys are very similar like that. She's obsessed with corn, but she'll throw out some hip hop shit every once in a while. But that's why I married you. And last time I talked, every once in a while, I know all the every time. single all the time. But I'm trying Thank to give you, you some credit here. Thank she you. puts on some. I'm trying to give you some credit here. Well, discrediting you. Actually, we like talk about this when we're driving the car. I know so many genres of music, like rock, old school. Call classic, Thomas. Everything. See if Thomas knows. No, no, no. I hear that you a don't lot. Know, you don't know this song, like. Just a song I think you should definitely know. From the fucking 60s that uh, her dad was playing. I'm sorry. But your no, dad was like playing 70s, that shit too, 80s. so I think. Yeah, so. I grew up lucky. My mom knows all that shit. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm just like kind of surprised you don't know the songs. I'm like, I bet you Thomas fucking knows it. Yeah. I get that call. She's, April's like, I bet you Thomas knows. <laughs> I've gotten probably like 40 of those calls. At least. For real. Yeah. At least about 40 of those calls. <laughs> And about 90% yeah, of the time, I know. He makes fun of me. He's like, yo, because I don't Thomas know the 60s it's easy. music. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know 60s. I didn't grow up in the 50s. Call Thomas <laughs> and ask him if he knows about the Bee Gees and fucking... Of course. Yeah. Exactly. I love the Bee Gees. They played uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club no, Band. Like, they like were the main characters. Song. Boston's great. Yeah, I love Boston. He didn't even know the song. It's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy to me that your dad didn't go, no, 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 Martin Lawrence, <laughs> listen to this song. Yeah. The fact that he didn't force it on you is kind of wild to me. That's all. That's, what, that's why I'm so lucky. I grew up on a, now that's, or remember the uh, commercials at late night and they go, and one old rock musician and one some young girl that's never heard the songs and they tell you about here on the disc, $149, you're going to get 17 CDs with all of these hits uh-huh. and it shows oh, yeah, the genres. Yeah, yeah, I would watch sound, it all yeah. night. And then I started LimeWire? Yeah, Lime oh, fuck yeah. I started using LimeWire to download all the oldies. Damn. So as a kid, and my grandpa, so I, and then I got into rap later. So yeah. like you, I know a lot of different shit. So it's always weird. I know it is kind of odd. Like, you don't know this song? You're, yeah. you're a rapper? Yeah. I always a fig- figure people that do music know everything. I thought I knew, right. I thought I fucking knew everything until I like. Met other people. <laughs> other people, yeah. Yeah. Until I left my house, I thought I knew all of it. Marty was fucking water boy. My mom said the Bee Gees, what? They're the only band. Uh, yeah. Uh, both those and Harmony. Yeah. And Harmony. <laughs> Actually, my grandpa, you know that song? 
<laughs> Bone Thugs and Harmony. I actually got in a fight at the Bone Thugs concert. Oh, they stopped the concert it because you like were fighting a, somebody. Yes, yes. Let's go. Why did you? Fu- it was like a fight? small venue though. Um, and we, me and my friend, we were like in the front, and these girls thought they were at like a rock concert. They were moshing. They kept hitting into us, and we told the bouncer or security. They made note of it. They kept doing it, like, intentionally. And then it just, like, she pushed me into the gate thing. And then we just started rocking them. And they stopped the whole concert. They're like, bitch, boy. Oh, shit. Let's <laughs> 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 go. Yes, I have a lot of. <laughs> um, so what I take away from this is, <laughs> hey, you, you have your head on your shoulders. You beat the fuck out of people. You might may or allegedly sold some stuff. Your dad seems pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm taking yeah, from this. Yeah, Fiona of, of, of Shameless <laughs> over here. Just, just Jesus Christ! Like, no, I'll drive you home again. Can you drive me to third grade tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Shameless hit so fucking hard oh that first season. Gosh, we were really. Astonished. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I can watch this. That that damn. Shameless. It's so it. it's so wild because people always think of. Like growing up hard, like oh you live in the hood, oh you're Mexican full living in the hood. They never think of white people struggles of. I grew up the dad that didn't pay attention. So many, white you know, people there's out there. so Brian and Ethan. We got fucked up and did lines at their house because their mom was standing there letting them do it. Mm-hmm. Like th- there's a there's another side of lack of parents when it comes to. I figure like. The way I see it, a lot of Mexican dudes always join gangs because their parents are fucking working and they're not beating the shit out of them and they're wearing Cortezes and they join gangs. And You know what I'm saying? I feel you're like the places you're from, like the hood-ass areas, parents are not paying attention, maybe lack of money. And in the white areas, I've noticed every time the parents let the kids get fucked up, the house is insane. Mm-hmm. It's that's a, a lifestyle wild choice. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I've noticed with like, yeah. you're either you're at the science fair or you grew up like you. As soon as you start letting your kid do shit like that. Oh, it's, that's what I'm saying. You like, can't they, break those barriers. I won't say what kids. friend, but I remember we're doing a bunch of lines. And my friend's mom busts out all this crazy. She goes, come on, not to, just do this with us. And I'm like, I'm 15. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's about to do some Chris. And then her other son went, get that cheap shit out of here, mom. And he busts out a fat ass rail. And I'm sitting there just like, it smells like cigarettes in here. I got to get the fuck out of here. That's how I grew up with my white friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much like that. Yep. You grew sure. up with a, was it cold? There's a lot of cans with cigarettes in it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Man. listen. Stop. Dead on. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like my friend's garages with their stepdads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that. And there's, there's an engine somewhere taken apart. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the first time I saw, like, in that environment, I was hanging out with my friends. The first time I saw somebody smoke crack was, like, 14. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you grew up. Yeah. Yeah, you grew up, like, the, mm-hmm. the shitty kids, the, like us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I was exposed to all that shit at a very early age. Now when I see people smoke crack, I'm like, Ooh, oh, I don't see. I don't, I don't see but that you guys anymore. live in a nice area. <laughs> yeah, that's why you guys no, are from the nice area. Crack smoking going. I saw no. some crack smoking right uh-uh. here in Glendale the other day. Wow, she was getting it in the middle of the day, and she was asked. She had a sign on in on this on Glendale Avenue, mm-hmm. right there in Atwater Village, crack? and she's like smiling. But she looks so happy, like she's like this older white lady. She's like doing this cross legged, and she's 
She's oh. torching this crack pie. I'm like, wow, she's having the time of her life right there. Remember that time that we were at the at the train station and that guy dropped his crack pipe? Mm. And um, me and him were just like talking amongst each other. I'm like, oh shit, that dude just dropped his crack pipe. Did you pick it up? And we were laughing, like kind of laughing about it. And the yeah. security guard came over and she's like, oh, is that fucking funny? You laughing at other people's expense? I'm like, no, he not at all. Pipe, like, bitch. He that's just, what we said. That's what, literally what I said. Bitch, he just dropped a crack pipe. Like, uh, sorry. Security. Security. Go pick it up, security. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> if I smoke it. I like, yeah. Yeah, that didn't she, she tried to go all social justice warrior. What are you guys making fun of homeless people? Like, uh, no, bitch, we're laughing because you dropped, dropped this, this crack, crack pipe, pipe in front of you. And nonchalantly picked like, nothing happened. So, yeah, it's a little funny. Sorry. It is funny. Yeah. Meth pipes are funny, too. Especially but in front of security guards. They're entertainment. Oh, I'm sorry to put it that way, but crackers do some crazy <laughs> shit. And I'm sure you guys know that. It's fun. So not, I mean, I mean, I've sometimes the shit they do is fun, I should say. I saw it one time and I like, there were certain things growing up, like I still wouldn't get myself involved. Like I was fucked up, but there's still certain things that like. Crack's not fun. Like, no, I was mm. like, I never felt comfortable being around that, even though like I was surrounded by people like that. I, I tried to keep my distance and everything. And yeah, crack's it's one not of them. Fun. Heroin. I've seen somebody do heroin before. I've I, never seen any. That's the one drug I've never seen anybody do. Uh, it was like I the worst I've seen someone smoking a foil. No, I saw somebody shoot it up. Ugh. Horrible. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Just zonk out. Oh, met. First time I saw people like heavy, heavy, heavy smoke meth and just watch daytime TV, like that was the thing to do. <laughs> that smoke was meth the and fuck? watch soap operas. We were That's in a trailer. Horrifying. We were in like a trailer, but it was a big trailer. Mm. My friends it's took me out wide. there. Double wide. A big <laughs> No, it was big. It had like a section that went off like a hall. Modular home. I don't know what. And then we went and everything looked like after you see tornadoes, mm-hmm. the whole room was just stuff everywhere. And then this lady sitting cross-legged, and she's hitting this pookie. And I'm sitting there, and I'm almost like, oh. And then my friends just start hitting the pookie with it. I'm like, not even the meth. She doesn't look clean. You put your mouth on that shit? That's the thing that got me. Like, yeah, do meth. Go like that. You put your mouth on this bitch's meth pipe? <laughs> anyway, that's the first time I saw that. <laughs> I was 14. Yeah. Yeah, 14. Same. Yeah, so... um. All right, I think I think we got to some pretty good shit right there. Jesus fucking Christ! I get the fuck out of here. That was supposed to be That's audience some, clap. Oh, right, instead you did gunshot. Let's go. West Side Gun. Talk to <laughs> See, Gray, that was that was awesome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you. Marty. You didn't talk shit. You didn't go crazy. Casual observer. Over well, here. You did a just, good job. You know, just trying to learn things. And by, by talk shit, everybody, I mean like you didn't just make fun of April or nothing crazy. Or, he loves it. He uh, does. Got, I know she's got a valuable message. She's very powerful. She's even like in my mom's letter that she wrote. The one thing she said is like April manifests things faster than anybody I've ever seen. And that's true. She puts her mind to some shit. I mean, it's the whole reason why we're here today. Is her ability to quarterback things and make things happen. That's uncanny. Usually in relationships, it's one or the other, but you guys both do that shit. Mm-hmm. Hers is. You guys are very th- much the same personality type from what i'm seeing in the terms of like determination yeah i think we so. recognize that about each other right off the bat because she sure, signed up for like a very one of my unique, biggest things like not a normal goal, i want to build goals with you i want to accomplish things with you and we're always going to support each other no matter what we're going to go through hard times we know that we accept that but our goal in life is to push always push mm-hmm. forward push forward 
and make shit happen. Like my, my, you know, I talk about it and I joke about it, but our life, past life, it doesn't define you. You can feel bad about yourself all you want. You can feel bad about your circumstances, but at the end of the day, like you always have to push forward. Know you can make it. Know you're going to be determined to do something else and deal with the shit that comes your way. It's not always going to be, you're not going to be like, oh, I want to build a business today and tomorrow it's going to happen. Yeah, and that's something that we didn't talk about either, that she runs her own super successful real estate business. I don't think we mentioned that. No, but that's why I meant by you bumping DMX yeah. on the way to a sale. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So, yeah. Good. Some entrepreneurial shit to go down for you. Let's do it. Yeah, so for everyone asking, what do you do? Yeah. Uh-huh. You sell houses. You do. Like, so. yeah, mansions and shit on the beach. Houses. Yeah, and she she started out, man. She sold her first sale. I we told already you, know how we started out. To my homeboy, <laughs> she started out out there selling these little seventy, eighty thousand dollar houses, and now they're up in the millions. Fuck yeah! It's the same path as mm-hmm. like drastic graphics. Just trying to build bigger and build better always. clientele. That, that's that's the best. like yeah, always the, the mentality. Yeah. Well, your kids are lucky to have parents that are so determined, man. For real, I'm about to have them on here. Have uh, yeah. Cam just does push-ups in the back. <laughs> right. He just does burpees in the back while we interview Emery. Uh, <laughs> interviewing a little girl. When you guys asked last oh. night about what do they want for Christmas, that should touch my heart. Like, yeah. Oh, I love that them, bro. They're cool. Sweet. Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, I think we already got Ariana's stuff, but we haven't got the rest of the stuff in the mail for the other kids. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, now they know. All right. Um, good shit. Good job. That was great. Thank you for actually doing it. Because I know you were like, I don't know. I was a little hesitant. I'm like, but, oh, is it raining today? Let's oh, too bad. Can't drive. Too bad. <laughs> oh, it, it ends. It's a Friday. Uh, we can't do this Fridays. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, not, but it's an I'm odd really year. glad that I did it. I yeah, you guys yeah. can have an amazing fan base and just. And it's good Love to put a person doing. and a person yeah. to all the stories this motherfucker's exactly. been telling everybody. True. Punching dudes in the mouth and beating yep. the shit people in the snow. Yep. We want to see what's going on. Holla. <laughs> That's a Ja Rule song. Holla, holla. Exactly. Yeah. That's full quotes That's why you ja married Rule. me. Right? See? Wait, you know DMX? It's a good for instance right there. I'm getting you pregnant. Yep. I'm going <laughs> to get you pregnant. I'm this one in. Yeah. That's exactly how it works. Yeah. Oh, all right. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for being here, Marty. Thank you, thank you everybody. Thank you. Just period. Just after that last episode, that meant so much to me, and all everybody's kind words and shit was just crazy. And felt right to do this at following that episode. And we'll get back to normal life here with fucking Adam Twenty Two and Doctor Drew and everybody else. And it's Christmas, so everybody be safe. Have fun. Hang out with your families, even if you fucking don't like them. Just deal with it. Because eventually you're going to be 40 years older and going, remember we didn't fuck with each other? Now we're old hanging out? That's the best thing. Like We went to the funeral this morning. Like that, The only thing I took from that was like, one guy said some shit like, you got to hang out with motherfuckers now. Like mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. Because COVID had me thinking, I ain't never going to chill again. So hang out with your fucking families. It's almost Christmas time. Be safe. April, thank you for being here. Marty, thank you for being here. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out. Newscast. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest out. Donatello. Wait. Cowabunga. Oh, Cowabunga. Oh, that's what they say to you at the airport. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I would never end this. This It's like our FaceTimes. It's never going to end. Guys, thank you so much for watching the Dope's Usual podcast. Have a dope-ass day. Yeah, that would have never ended. (laughs) Ever. I just started talking about Mutant Ninja Turtles. Perfect.